0: Thanks to our patrons for helping make this episode possible. Go to patreon.com slash boards and swords to learn how you can help. Live from Swordplay Studios, it's
1: Boards and Swords! wickety wickety whack! Don't come back. Jack. Ha ha ha.
2: The papers in the trash yeah
1: that was exactly what i did i flashed on twins there
0: well i was waiting for like a fade or something
1: uh, that requires touching the screen and <laughs> that, that's what causes problems
3: well then no just 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 fade in yourself well, <laughs> Welcome to Boards and
0: Swords. This is a podcast where we have fun talking about board games. I'm one of your hosts.
1: My name is Chris. What's going on, everybody? I'm Philip. I am Colin over here.
2: And I'm Cindy.
1: And
0: you got me all confused and the overhead cam is on. So this is the one problem about doing all
3: this setup.
4: <laughs> oh, no.
3: There we go. Oh. Yeah, there we go.
0: Okay. There's too many buttons now.
1: <laughs> now you <laughs> know how I feel. <laughs>
0: I'm going to turn off studio mode. That'll help. And then I can just switch. So, anyways, how's it going? Uh, hey, what's going on? I'm doing all right.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's good times in here. It is good
0: times I here. F- I feel no shame if we screw up in the video. Because okay. I can just edit this out to make it look sound
4: good.
2: Well, yeah, no, because can... the other thing was over the music. <laughs>
1: That's why I faded. I was like, I can start okay. cutting things out. It's there you
2: okay. go. Yep. Anyways,
0: uh, what's, be, what's been going on? What's going groovy?
1: Um, groovy. Hmm. So
3: it's almost Thanksgiving? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's Next currently, week.
1: currently almost Thanksgiving. It's currently Correct. almost Thanksgiving. At, at the guess. time of this recording. recording. Yeah.
3: At the time of this recording, it is uh, currently almost Thanksgiving. By the time uh, this
0: episode comes out, Pax Unplugged will be over. Well, <laughs> cool. oh, wow. Right.
3: So apologies to the chat room uh,
2: and
0: anyone watching this on video. I've got new buttons like you could see I could play with. Where and, I can...
3: and, and he's going to play with them, too. That's the thing. For once, oh, I'm hey. not the one screwing up the buttons. People can, like, see your face and stuff now. What? They don't come here for that.
2: Can I go off my face so I can blow my nose?
3: It's not on
0: your yeah, face. Go to Team Swords.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, you mean you don't want to see her over oh,
3: there? Oh, oh, that's, oh, oh man. <laughs> That's like really high def too. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Shut up. She doesn't don't, know that. Don't. St- see yes, everything.
0: she does. Everything. <laughs> already seen it. She saw it up on my monitor, and it's just like, ew. It's really grainy. So it's don't even better. Don't stream this. <laughs> Keep this on your phone.
3: We've only got 1080p cameras, yeah. so when you blow that up, that's right. Don't. 360p max. There you <laughs> go. That's right. <laughs> Have a bunch of programs running in the background on your phone and just select auto. Just see what happens. No, 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 (laughs) you
0: can run it at 1080. Just keep it this size.
3: (laughs) Watch (laughs) it on a tiny iPod Touch's screen.
1: So yeah, anyone play any games lately? No. That's great. No. (laughs) Wait, what? What
2: kind of good are we?
1: uh, My my Kickstarter for a game
3: funded.
2: Yeah, which one?
3: It was a uh, tiny epic dinosaur. Oh, you oh yeah, yeah, I heard
2: about did, that. Did
1: you? Uh, are you on the box again? Yeah, I'm you, not on the box. Are you executive I'm producer of that
2: game?
3: No, that actually wasn't an option this time. Oh, mm. yeah.
2: Do you want to play Dinosaur Island?
3: Um, I, what? It's another dinosaur game. It's
1: like Tiny Epic Dinosaurs, except not tiny. It's huge. <laughs> it's, and just it's, epic dino- <laughs> it's just
2: amazing. It's epic. dinosaurs. It's something. It's amazing. And have we'll, you played it?
0: Yes, I have played it. Yeah.
1: You I, didn't like I told it? you he played it. He th- he thought it was okay. It was okay. Oh, I love it. And I I said, "Oh, no wonder Chris didn't hate the game. It's a it's actually a thematic euro."
0: Yeah. It is. Like I actually was uh, I was making it more thematic than what it was mm-hmm. cuz like I was playing uh I was trying to like make as many dinosaurs as possible and so they'd eat your people. So they eat the people, but I'd also not have enough dinosaurs out. So or um uh, not have enough spaces for the, the people to go.
2: Oh yeah. So I'm like, so they wouldn't this, even enter your this
0: park. This park has been eating people all the time, and there is still a line at the door
3: of people that can't get in because oh people gosh. are stupid. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Okay, that's haven't funny. you haven't you seen Men in Black? How
2: was your score a in person that? Person curious is um... intelligent. People are stupid mindless points animals. <laughs> every time somebody gets eaten. Sorry, what don't you lose a point when somebody gets <laughs> yes? Eaten? You do.
0: I'm sure I could look it up. I,
2: <laughs> I put score because yeah. now I'm curious.
1: Yeah, instead of gaining a point, you lose a point, so wow. it's actually a two point difference there. Yeah, I know. you still get the money,
2: right? Because you they pay <laughs> before you get they're the paying point. to get eaten. exactly they pay to get in and then you check for security to get points. Oh, there we go. Oh, where's
0: I have it in here, but I have not recorded. I did not record the play of it. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. So I don't know.
2: Well, that's sad.
1: We'll say you got minus 10.
2: <laughs> Is that even possible?
1: No, it goes to zero.
2: <laughs> I didn't think it would any lower than zero.
0: I think that was right before I started tracking.
2: Okay. Hmm. I really like it. Shout out
0: the to the Rusted, game, Beeta, Rusted Beetle, who's listening on a tube zenith radio.
1: Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a uh, we had fun playing games with our friend Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day, Sunday, 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 yeah. Sunday,
2: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
1: Uh, we played a few games. We played a game called Burgle Bros. Yeah. Have you heard of this one?
0: Yes, I
2: have. So Matt really wanted to play this because he's he's like, I want to try a three player. I've not played it three player, and I've but this is one of those games I've never won. It's hard, and I want to see how it goes at three player.
1: It's so, cooperative game. Yeah.
2: Okay. Everybody, you're like everybody's going into the building and it's a three-story building and then there's a roof and you're trying to collect some... You're trying to break into a safe on every floor, but you have to avoid the guards and you get some sort of treasure or whatever out of every safe. And then you have to get up to the roof to the helicopter pad and you know, then you win the game. But everybody has a limited number of... They called it sight tokens, I think is what it was, right?
1: It's stealth tokens. Oh,
2: stealth tokens. And so if the guards sees you so if the guard gets on your is in your space with you or and there's certain spaces that if you're in an adjacent space the guard can see you from those too so if the guard sees you he takes away when your stealth tokens if at any point the guard cannot take a stealth token from a player everybody loses Ooh. so and you only start with three so it's kind of it's like intense Oh my gosh! It was such a fun game, and we did win. We won, That right. like, at was at the so exciting. Yeah, it was. It was so close. You and I got to the roof first. Like I just hung out in the stairwell on the third floor mm-hmm. because I found the stairwell, but I was kind of locked in because you of get, the way the you tiles. Get four were actions on your me. turn,
1: and there was a room that was like kind of blocking the exit because it was a keypad, mm-hmm. which, and you had, and to and roll so you a had six. to roll a die to get into that room. And it had to be a six.
2: Mm-hmm. But the other issue was there was a f- I had no stealth tokens left. So if the guard had seen me, I would have been co- thrown oh. in jail or whatever. So I was kind of afraid to leave my room I was in because the room that was adjacent to it was one of the rooms that if you're in it, the guard can see you from any adjacent room. Ah. And I'm like, if the guard even comes by me, I'm going to... Oh, it was bad. So I'm like, I'm just going to stay in the stairs. <laughs> so as soon as they got the last treasure, I hightailed it up to the roof and just waited there. But it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. The AI in the game is pretty sweet, it too. It is. The it's way the very, guards move. It's, it's very good. very smooth.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm.
1: No ambiguousness to it. No. no, like The AI is like, uh, in some games, it's like, well, if it's even, like you decide. But this oh, says, yeah. if it's even, just clockwise.
0: They just funded a sequel to it. Did they? Uh, yeah. Burgle Bros 2. Okay. I, I remember more s- Burgle, more bros.
1: <laughs> I remember yeah. seeing them uh, playtesting at Unpub. Ah, okay. It was like out in the out in the wings. It's like, oh, oh, that's cool. That looks like Burgle Bros. You know, when Matt told us about Br- that the other day, Br- when he told us about that the other day, I was like, oh, that's what that was. Yeah. This is
0: this is one of those games that, like I talked about with the cat lady and the cat game I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Like I know they're two separate games, but every time somebody brings up Burgle Bros, I think of that. Uh, Banana game with the with the the, the animals that you would the Simon the game we re, we played in review uh, Banana Bandits Banana Bandits yes mm. oh I always oh. think of that game because it had the tower and you ho- I, I like I said no they're two separate games <laughs> yeah. and just, but I see what you're saying that's yeah. what my mind goes to
1: regular Burgo Bros is just on the table but they made a tower for you to put the tiles on mm. that's a, like an extra thing yeah
2: that's yeah, not yeah. what yeah, we cool. used we just had it on the table right yeah that's yeah cool. it was actually a really cool game though I would totally play it again. Mm-hmm. I was glad Matt suggested we play it. I was excited we won. Yeah, I thought we were gonna lose. The box looks
1: like a building too, so when you get out, you can like set yourself up on the helipad.
2: Yeah, it was really cool. Neat. Oh, one of the, I so I got the treasure on the first floor, and it was a chihuahua. <laughs> so sometimes the like the treasures or whatever they have they all have some sort of disadvantage to them. And I think all of them did. Um, no, the gold the gold nuggets didn't.
1: Oh, okay. It but just, you, you had, had to, to have two. you had to take both of them though. So that was still, and it just worked out that you were together.
2: Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Because if somebody was else wasn't in the room, somebody else still had to go to the safe to get the thing. Got it. But anyway, so my chihuahua, because chihuahuas are yappy dogs, I had to roll um, a die at the beginning of my turn, and if I rolled a six, I had to set an alarm off in the room I was in because the chihuahua was yapping. And but luckily, I only rolled a six like twice, and I had the chihuahua for pretty much the entire game. So. (laughs) I was very she lucky. She got
1: it out of the safe on the first floor. <laughs>
2: yeah, I said that, but oh my gosh. Why is a chihuahua in a safe? I don't know, but it was.
1: Maybe it was a golden chihuahua,
0: like a statue of a chihuahua.
2: But why would it be barking?
0: Maybe it's got a voice modulator Yeah, it's in it. It's
1: <laughs> like a, you're trying not to set off the motion activation thing okay. yeah, on the sure. on It's the like collar. when I open
0: my Exploding Kittens box and it's like meow.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> also known as the fun.
0: best thing about that box.
1: But yeah, good game.
2: Mm-hmm. What have you played lately? So
0: I play. I got the group to play the second part of uh, Arkham Horror, the card game. So it's two ah. weeks
1: in a row. Mm. Oh,
5: right.
0: Yeah, and this one, uh, this is—I don't know if we played this one. This is where you had to investigate all the the cultists, and uh, you had to like investigate so many before midnight hits. Basically, so it's like how much can you do before you have to resign? I know you didn't play. I was trying to. I was trying to remember. The three of us played. It's the 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 midnight mass, mm. but. <laughs> Everyone's pretty much gotten to their role at this point if they know what their character's good at. Yeah. Uh, because unlike what I've done before when I've played with other people, I think when I, even when I play with y'all, because you can only do certain deck combinations because I have only two core sets. So like I can't build fully optimized decks for four people because there aren't enough of like the, mm. some of the good cards that you need that are maybe class-specific or yeah. some of the, the neutral cards. Like there's enough to play, but maybe it's not like fully customized, you know, like I can make if I'm playing just me and other people are playing, I can make like a really good deck. Mm -hmm. But I found this one tutorial uh, or this this guide online that was which sets of cards to use. So it may not be the most optimized, but it's better than the starter, Mm -hmm. the one suggested in the starter book. So that everybody gets, like, two copies of their class card. Like, the basic game, because they give you, like, the way that the starter decks is, like, take one copy of all these cards and one copy of all these cards and then these neutral cards. So everybody kind of does, like, a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. This one kind of streamlines that a little bit better. Okay. So, like, Mike and Jimmy both knew, okay, like, we're the fighty guys. Uh, Mike's fighty in, in kind of the physical sense. Jimmy's more magic-y fighting. Mm. Corey knows that she is good at investigating. So she's running around the board trying to investigate. And my job is I'm kind of like the jack of all trades, kind of fitting in where things need to be. I'm okay at a little bit of everything. Yeah. So, Hmm. And I have like a lot of the buff cards, so I can help other people do their checks. Mm. And then if I get one or two equipment cards, then I can pull out and start shooting things and stuff. Nice. But everyone started to get into their roles a little bit. That's good. It was funny because half the so when you when you get enough clues for the the cultists to come out, they come out as monsters, and then you have to kill them for them to go for you to have interrogated them basically. Hmm. But half of them have a parlay option on it where you can do some other thing and they'll get removed automatically. Like one of them is oh you need to solve three uh do three encounter cards in a row, and if you survive, then clear this off the board. There was another one that's like spend such and such resources, and nope, our group was like nope, we're gonna we gonna kill them. <laughs> <laughs> they did, <dead. laughs> nice. Uh, and it was also the most we I had ever gotten playing that. So I've played this probably like two or three times, and we got four out of the six or seven that came out. Normally it's like by the time the second or third one comes out, it's like um we're all about to die. So <laughs> <laughs> and even then we didn't finish because we died or got. We finished because it was nine o'clock. We had zero clues, which means we it was gonna be another forty-five minutes before we could get another person out to kill to get up there. So it was like, let's just call it. We've got four, we're good. (laughs) 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 Problem is it's gonna probably be like right before Christmas before you can play again because Uh, I'm gonna be gone. Yeah, I'm gonna be gone next week. And then Mike goes back to the UK for a little bit, and Mm. then when he comes back, that's when our schedules start syncing up again.
2: Gotcha.
1: We got that to look forward to then.
0: (laughs) I think I need like two more plays and it's 10 on the 10 by 10. Is it going to happen in December? Uh, I think it's only going to be one.
1: Solo plays, man.
0: I know. Well, that's how I've gotten that far.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So another game we played with Matt was uh, High Society. Oh my gosh, this was
2: hilarious. Is he a part of your
0: family? Is that why? Yes. Because you mentioned you play this with your family.
1: Well, (laughs) Well, funny you say that. bring that up because when we were done, he was saying... You no, know, this is a game I think a lot of people would get into. Like, he did say I could, that. Yeah. I think I could show this to anyone; and they would get into it.
2: Mm. Yeah, I think he went and bought it that night. He said he was thinking about He's, it. Anyway. He looked it up when we were done.
1: Yeah. Like.
2: oh my gosh, it was so funny because he and Colin both put on these hoity-toity accents. Oh yes. Mm. <laughs> and i mean, I'm just sitting there I feel like, like, that's, re- I feel like
0: that's required
1: it is it is to a certain extent yeah
2: i was just laughing
0: i mean that's what i the do whenever time. there's a game that's got a theme that i can make an accent of mm-hmm. as long as that accent isn't inappropriate
1: <laughs> so we you go through the deck until you hit like the fourth green color card and we actually it it turned was our out last we, card. we went through the whole deck that mm-hmm. way oh cool yeah and right before the last one was a bad card like you bid to not take the card and so i was i eventually said <sighs> Fine, I'll take the card. So I got to keep my money. And both Cindy and Matt, you show your money, and lowest amount of money left uh, gets kicked out. Both Cindy and Matt had twenty five thousand left. I had twenty six. Nice. <laughs> so they were just out, and we I won. were both out and Colin uh,
2: just won automatically. That or... ah! was pretty amusing. That's a fun game, though. Yeah. I was I was irritated because the very first card that got auctioned. Was a bad card. It was like um, the half half, score. Yeah, Yeah. it was like half score or something like that. And so I was like, screw this. I'm just going to take it. You know, whatever. I don't feel like spending, like he was saying, it's a kind of a reverse bid where you bid not to get the card, but the person who gets it keeps their money, whereas everybody that didn't has to give up whatever they bid. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take it. Make them give up the money they just put down. And then later, a times two came out. I was like, yes, I can negate my half, you know, Half point thing. So I bid on that, but I had to bid a lot to get it. And so I was like, no. So throughout the whole rest of the game, I just felt uncomfortable bidding too high.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's strict strict amounts that you're bidding. Yes,
2: you can't make. just like you can't make change and you ah. can't. You it's can't like once just you put say, a card
1: down, that card stays down yeah. until you pass or take the card. Right, ah.
2: and you can't just say I'm bidding thirteen thousand or whatever. You have to actually lay a card down, and that's part of your bid. Yeah, it's fun.
1: It has been verified by another member of gaming groups that yes probably good for anyone to play <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. that now that our, our stuff needs verification
2: <laughs> two-factor no. verification
0: yes that's
1: right <laughs> all the pictures that have stairs <laughs> <laughs> i
0: love the like the i think you sh- you've shared it was like what are all the places you would hide in a robot apocalypse oh yeah <laughs> oh my uh, I
3: one of the one of the ones that really just kind of it's a Click all the squares showing a Jedi Master, and it's just a big picture of Anakin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's going to tie into our game show later. All right. Nice. So uh, I wrote a blog post earlier. I know. Oh, I yeah. saw. I read Did you it. read it?
2: Well, I read a lot of it, and then it got to the part where you were like actually quoting the different like updates that, and so I just kind of skimmed your updates and didn't actually read the Kickstarter. Yeah. So I did read most of it. Yes.
0: Yeah. So the blog post is called uh, Satanic Panic, A Terrible Kickstarter (laughs) because I've decided I can, I I do this about like once a year. I'm like, I should blog. Okay. (laughs) And then I stop, but I found that writing is actually a better way for me to make stuff because I can do it anywhere. Mm -hmm. And it comes pretty easily to me whenever I'm, for typing, because as long as I got on my iPad or or you know somewhere a I can sit down and or something. yeah, even on my phone I can type out notes. True. Yeah, but I've been grumbling over the past year, but I've been keeping it very bland, just saying mm-hmm. that there was a Kickstarter that I was annoyed by that I was not getting. So I finally came out I was like, because someone was like, "You need to name them so that other people know," and I was like, "You're as right." A as a media person, I should be warning people not to back this person, because the problem is is. This person that did it, Jim McClure, he still runs other Kickstarters. He started other Kickstarters, and his "quote unquote" company—that's mainly him—does fulfillment for other projects. So, it's like mm. people need to know so that they aren't accidentally backing stuff. And it's been and three years, and I have—he's been sending basically the same update of "we'll get the we'll be getting the completed PDF." For like the past two years, it's the same uh. update just about. I'm so
2: sorry. My life is so busy. I can't get yeah. this done. Or, or oh, I'm by not the happy way. with what I've done before. So yeah. I'm taking it back and fixing I've it. I've had
0: too much on my plate day job wise. And then on the next plate, he's like, oh, by the way, I got hired last year to do the uh, new Roll20 Burn Bright game. I'm like, but you said it was your day job. So <laughs> were you lying? Mm. anyways so but it was a it was a racket it's it's up on the website it'll be a couple weeks old by the time people hear this on the podcast uh i already wrote up i uh i've i just got to format it uh i did a quote-unquote battle report of Mm. our arkham horror of the first scenario Uh, because people do this in uh in when they play minis games they'll do like a breakdown of like what 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 decisions did i make what went wrong what went right so i was like i could do the same thing with arkham so, I did. It's going to have spoilers in it, but
2: if you, oh yeah. well.
0: And then if you don't like it, just you put just, a spoiler alert. I on it. will. Yeah. yeah. So, that and there may be other blog posts coming in the uh, time. Soon. Oh my gosh. So, Rusted Beetle posts in the chat talking about the worst Kickstarter oh. was the Robotech RPG Tactics. This is the one that John backed. So, we know somebody that backed this Kickstarter. Oh, okay. oh
3: that's right. John did back that. Yeah, oh, yeah, was yeah. that seven years ago? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. So they had this. Oh, that was that was terrible because that was mismanaged from like the word go, Mm. because basically what they did is they funded. They were going to be like two waves of product like the base game and then a bunch of other stuff. They didn't manage their money right. And they were expecting sales of the base game when it came out Mm. to fund the second wave. Gotcha. And it didn't sell because anybody who wanted it backed the Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah. And that and the fact it took forever. So they had no money. And basically, the people that owned the Robotech license was like, nope, we're taking that back. Mm. And so they're like, we have all this stuff. So second wave isn't going to happen. But uh, here you can have some credit and buy more of wave one.
2: Hmm. So was wave one different than what they backed on the Kickstarter?
0: What they backed were two waves.
2: Oh, so they got half the game. They got
0: half. Well, so they got basically, it was like the full game, and then there was going to be, it was a minis game. Okay. So like wave one was like the core box and a couple of tiny expansions or something. I don't remember the exact details. Resta Beetle. Yeah, Resta Beetle. And then it was supposed to be the second wave was all different models, like extra stuff.
2: And so the Kickstarter backers got the first part yes and then they were supposed to get a second and okay so they overproduced the corset set, minis are one inch high and come in 15 to 23 pieces seriously whoa okay <laughs> that's insane yeah so they got all that and then they produced a whole bunch of extra core box sets to sell retail yep and they didn't sell nope oh my mm. that's real bad yeah but That's they were real expecting bad. that to help to fund the second, second wave. wave. Oh my god! There's a uh, I, if a I remember, if I
0: remember, I will put a, bl- uh, a note in there. There was an article that talked that is basically
3: this summarized. It's an interesting read. Mm. One inch high minis in 15 to 23. If you want something that complicated, you're going to buy a Warhammer anyway, <laughs> and even that for 15 <laughs> to 23 pieces. That's
4: is stretching.
3: It. Yeah. But, anyways,
0: yeah, like I thought this, this was a Kickstarter where I thought it was going to be good because I had already backed one of his Kickstarters before. And oh, it funded. Back to the yeah, my Kickstarter. Titanic Panic. Yeah, I had backed a game that we, well, you weren't here when we played it, but we played the Reflections. It was like a little thinner two player RPG dueling game mm-hmm. and okay. uh I backed it and that so had he, no problems. That
3: was the Asian theme game, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But we didn't play the Asian theme. We did the variants where it was like WrestleMania. Oh, and, okay. <laughs> gotcha.
3: Cause I remember, I remember listening to that on the way
0: home from Gen right. one year. Yeah. So I was like, everything should be fine. And then I backed this and it was just like, Nope. Mm-hmm. Disaster. So,
2: wow. There you go. That you want to, you want to talk
0: about some good stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So let's no. talk some news. All right, so a caveat here. it When you're listening to this, it will pro- hopefully everything will have come out on time. But we are recording this a week early because next week I'll be gone for Thanksgiving back to North Carolina. Mm. So there's only been a week, and I didn't see a lot of really big news bits. Mm-hmm. But Khan gave me the idea that was like, well, the PAX Unplugged preview went up. Oh, yeah. And then I made this and then realized afterwards that by the time this comes out, that the packs
1: will be over.
0: <laughs> so this is, if you looked in our show notes, I called it the "packs Unplugged Preview Post View. <laughs> so, uh, and basically this is just, this is not even, uh, these aren't even my typical jokes. These are rapid fire. I just found, it's only four of them. So, But we've got a lot of other stuff to talk about in this episode, but I got just a couple of quick jabs Mm. to give. These were a couple of games that I thought were interesting and were actually available. Uh, So first up, we have from Brain Games, we have Snowman Dice.
4: Yes! uh,
0: A (laughs) dice rolling game where players are trying to build snowmen. Yeah. But watch out. This is sure to become polarizing at the table. Oh
2: my God. (laughs) I'm actually blah, excited blah, blah, about blah. that
0: game. Next we have, from Leader Games, the new Vast game, Vast the Mysterious Manor. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine the original Vast, but with new characters, new powers, and a board to actually hold all the tiles this time. Oh, cool. Uh, with all the different gameplay elements, your replayability of this game will be quite large.
2: Oh. <laughs> goddy! Oh, man. I was so looking forward to that. <laughs> there you go. I like me. that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, next from Restoration Games, I've mentioned this before, but the expansion to Downforce is oh, coming yeah. out. Oh, the yeah, new yeah. one. Wild Ride. Mm. This double-sided map features water jumps on one side Ooh. and wild animals on the other Ooh. side.
2: Mm. You got my interest.
0: I imagine it would be good as Restoration Games is on a roll with this game
2: the joke
0: roll drive cars
2: whatever
0: okay i'm trying here i <laughs> came up with these 30 I, I, I came up with these 30 minutes ago I think all right i liked it yeah
2: i liked your other two
0: last from renegade games clank legacy will be on sale
2: yay right. Wait, it's clank it's already on sale
0: well this is the first time it'll be on a show
2: oh okay other than
0: essen technically but yeah regardless in america for the mo- large majority of american people this will be their first chance to get it mm. yes it's Clank, but with Legacy. <laughs> what else do you need to know? All I know is the game is generating quite a bit of noise on the internet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was funny.
0: That and there you go.
2: I'm excited for Clank Legacy. I can't wait to get it.
0: So yeah, so yeah. Do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? I think you go, you go first. first. You yeah. got, two, <laughs> we got one. Yeah,
1: you go first. Yeah.
0: So first up here, uh, we're gonna talk about this game. We're gonna talk about uh, Marvel, Marvel Champions. Marvel Champions. Ch- Ch- Champions. This.
2: Who is that? Is that She-Hulk? Yes. I don't even know who that is. It's Hulk,
0: well, it's, but it's female. It's She-Hulk. Obviously. You just
2: said it. Well, yeah. yes, I know. But, uh, you nailed it. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> like, I'm just saying. I don't.
3: Uh. Like That's the actual character name, too. I, I know. know. you were guessing when you were just no, like, I She-Hulk?
2: Know, no, I know it is the actual yeah. character name because it was one of my crossword answers the other <laughs> day. But I didn't know it existed until my crossword the other day. So when I saw it, I was like, wait, is it? So yeah, I don't know. the Jolly Green Giant. How did they get a wife? She-Hulk? What crossword are you doing? What
3: are you talking about?
0: How did they get a She Hulk? I don't know. Are you talking about how did the character come to be? Yes. We don't so, need to get into the
1: backstory. Bruce do we?
0: Banner's cousin needed a blood transplant and he was the only person around and his blood was irradiated with gamma radiation. So bing, bang, boom, She Hulk.
2: Thanks. What were you saying, Philip?
3: What crosswords are you doing that are trying to, <laughs> that are trying to be hip by throwing like comic culture? Daily into
2: Crosswords. Something. I think it's just called Daily Crosswords. Oh, yeah, app? they do it
1: daily. So they got you know, to spice they it up. Yeah. Reaching yeah, yeah. into everyone. Yeah, it's just Daily Crosswords. Oh, it's an app. Okay, gotcha. I, As, I like it when she gets the movie ones because then I get asked. I get to, yeah. What's a five letter word for satchel? What? I never no. say things <laughs> like I, that. No, I, I was just.
0: All right. Immersed. So, <laughs> anyway, so this is the newest LCG from Fantasy Fly Games. And I'm going to throw a TLDR on here and that uh, this is not the best LCG, but it also might be the best LCG.
1: What? Mm.
2: Oh, I think I know why.
1: That makes me want to listen.
2: (laughs) Go ahead. I think I know why. And
0: so in this game, it is a co-op version of a game. Uh, Everybody has a deck that you build that is a hero. Mm -hmm. And the hero is represented by a little identity card that's double-sided. You have a superhero side and an alter ego side.
2: Makes sense.
1: Right.
0: So, and then you've got a deck. And the great part, one of the good things about this is... While you can customize the decks, they're made in a way that you don't have to. Ah. So like in a lot of the other LCGs, it gets down to the nitty gritty of like you need, or it's just like you have this many points or whatever to spend. Make sure you have at least three of these cards, blah, 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 blah. Mm. The way this game works is you have all the heroes and then each hero gets, uh, there are four different aspects. There's leadership, justice, aggression, and protection. And so if you don't want to do any deck customization, you basically take the hero, which comes with 15 cards that have to always be in that character's deck. Then you take all all the, you know, protection cards, and then one copy of all the neutrals, slam it together, there's your deck.
5: That's it. If you want cool. to change
0: things up, okay, we'll slide in aggression next time. Hmm. And so maybe I want to play Iron Man aggressively and then slap it in, ready to roll. Now you can get. You can adjust things up where, you know, maybe I do a little bit. Maybe I have two copies of some of these neutral cards. You can get nitpicky, but, like, for the average person that doesn't want to, like, min-max, basically, you can min-max, but you don't have to. Okay. And you can actually play pretty well just with those standard kind of decks. Also, this comes everything you need to play four players. It has five heroes, so you got, you know... You got She-Hulk, you got Black Panther, Iron Man, and Spider-Man, and who am I missing? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, that's right. It's on the back of the box. Yeah, I was was (laughs) trying not to look at it. So, yeah, you get five heroes. You can play. up. It's a one-to-four player game, and um, there's enough cards in this base box. Unlike regular
1: LCGs, you normally have to
0: buy like two or three of them. It's a little bit more expensive. I think it retails at like 60 bucks. Oh, but you can. Mm. Well, I mean, normally there's forty, but it's all contained. But it's all contained. Yeah. So it comes with three scenarios. Uh, The first one is called Rhino is Rhino, and basically the way the scenarios work is you have a card for the villain, and then the villain has a scheme, and then there's like an encounter deck. Think like Arkham, where like the encounter has bad stuff that happens. Yeah. So on your turn, you take your turn. The villain takes their turn, and then bad stuff happens to you through the encounter deck. Okay. Uh the point of the game is you want to kill the villain. The villain will have health points depending on the number of players. Mm. Uh there's also multiple copies of the villain. So it's 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 designed to make it more comic-y where like you beat him up and then he like roars back for like his final form kind oh, of thing. Yeah, yeah. So you have to beat him like twice. You can beat him a third time if you like want to up the difficulty even more. Hmm. Uh, but the standard game is just two copies of the villain. So you beat him twice, you win the game. If all the heroes die villain wins and the if the villain gets enough scheming on his or i think it's threat or scheming or something like that i forgot what the actual tokens called on his on his scheme mm-hmm. then uh he has like achieved his objective and thus you you lose. you lose the way you work is you just basically on your turn you play cards the one of the other cool things about this game is that the all the cards have like a cost but the cost to pay for each card is other cards. So, like, if you get a hand of okay stuff, you can use those cards to pay for maybe the one really good card in uh, your hand. Oh yeah,
1: I know that concept. Yeah, Race for the Galaxy does that.
0: But so it gives me kind of a it gives me a little bit of a Keyforge feel, where it's uh what do I do? What can I make out of this hand? And let me play everything, mm. and then that way I can get all new cards. Oh and, yeah get through my deck faster to get to some of the good cart, you know, shuffle through my deck, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So you're trying to, like, maximize everything you do on your turn. And then that's basically it. And then every hero's got two abilities, one for their alter ego form, one for their hero form. And which form you're in also dictates how the villain interacts on his turn. Oh, wow. So if you're in your alter ego form, he doesn't hit you. But he'll add scheme to the the
2: objective to the thing. objective.
0: So like, ow, ow, I'm getting hurt. I'm about to die. Whoop! I'm a flip to alter ego. But that means the scheme's going to start going up more. So, so you got to work a
1: little harder. Yeah. But you survive.
0: Right. And every hero has three basic actions on their card. They can either attack the villain directly. They can thwart to remove those tokens off. Or if you're in your alter ego, you can take an action to recover health. Mm, okay. And then there are other cards in your hands to do other actions, but some of them will say you can only do this in hero form, or you can only do this in villain or in uh, alter ego, huh. and you can only flip once per turn. So, like okay. if I've already flipped to alter ego, I can't do anything hero related until the next turn.
2: Mm. Ah, interesting.
0: So it it's definitely it definitely gives me that comic book feel. Cool. So that like for instance, when back in. April when the Avengers Endgame movie came out, mm-hmm. I was like all in a rush from like Marvel stuff. Like, yeah, I want to play some Marvel games. I don't have anything. <laughs> well, I already sold Marvel Legendary, and so I ended up rebuying Marvel Legendary, even though I sold it.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> and so I, but that's I funny. wanted a fill for Marvel. You know, yeah, to yeah. play some Marvel stuff. Hands down, I would have bought this game. Like, this gives you that mm. feel. Like,
1: because Marvel is-
0: Legendary feels like a deck building game that's Marvel themed
1: it's like the dc deck builder but marvel yeah well i mean it's just like a skin, right
0: yeah like it like there is some stuff to it but it's weird because you're buying a bunch of heroes for different things and Mm. you know you're trying to work together to defeat the main scheme but it's just like i lose a little bit of the theme in the way that the mechanics work, because I'm trying to get different. In Legendary. In Legendary. Okay.
1: Well, everyone's just uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. That's all they are.
0: Yeah. It? In this game, like, I am Iron Man. Mm. Like, I'm only Iron Man. I'm doing Iron Man-y things, which is cool, because in, like, Tony's deck, uh, right. he starts off super weak until you build the suit and play the different elements of the suit. Oh. oh that makes sense. And then, like, like for instance, each, car, uh, each side also dictates how many cards you get in your hand. Nice. So like Tony's is one when he's in his hero form, but mm-hmm. it's like six when he's in his normal form or his alter ego until you build the suit and that starts adding cards to your hand. That's so by cool. the end of the ah. game, if you've got the whole suit out, you're doing combos all over the place. It's a very comboy that's kind really that's of cool. deck. That's
1: really neat. Yeah.
0: Uh with Captain Marvel's got a lot of her deck, and that's the that's the other cool thing is each deck is thematic to that hero in the sense it plays differently. Like Playing one deck does not mean you're going to be great at playing another deck.
1: But at the same time, it's not like vast where you're playing Correct. totally different. Correct. Oh, like yeah, the, yeah.
0: The, the fundamental mechanics are the same, but the card interactions are what's yeah. different. Like in Captain Marvel, she does a, has a lot of energy, and there's a lot of cards that trigger. Like when you use this kind of energy, such and such happens. Okay. And so there's like some combos of what cards you're playing to do that, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Man. Spider Man lends itself to the protection. Deck because his abilities trigger when he gets hit, basically. Gosh. So, but that's the game. So, let me go back to what I said before. It's not the best LCG. Mm. And the reason I say that is, unlike, I would still put Arkham Horror or the card game above this because the story is so much better in that game. But the reason that the story, because in this one, it's a straight. All right, you do the scenario, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now we're going to this scenario. And you just kind of pull out a scenario and go. Mm-hmm. But that also makes it really accessible. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this is where I said it's also the best RC- uh, LCG. Mm-hmm. Because while it's not as in-depth as Arkham, because it's not as in-depth, it means it's a lot easier to get people to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and the theme is more wi- popular. Mm-hmm.
0: And the other big fact is, is that the way that they're doing the expansions is so brilliant. So it's an LCG, so monthly cycle stuff coming out. There's been some delays. It's not going to come out until the core box is out now. The first scenario pack is uh, Green Goblin, which is a new scenario. Mm. Also going to have some cards that you can throw in, but whatever. So literally, if you've got the core box, you just buy a Green Goblin and then throw the Goblin scenario out. Hmm. but when the, ne- the next one is the Captain America hero pack
3: and let's
0: say Philip okay who's your favorite Marvel character
3: Marvel character Iron yeah. Man
0: Iron Man Iron okay Man. let's just, just say for instance that it was Captain America okay and you really really loved Captain America. America you had no interest in the rest of the characters in this box so you're just like whatever I don't really care but you know I have the box yes alright and then the Captain America deck comes out and I'm like Philip there's a Captain America deck. And you're like, oh my God, I want it.
3: I know, I already bought it.
0: Yeah, and that's the that's the thing, is you can go and just buy the Captain America deck, meet me up at the game store, and boom, you're ready to play. Like the game is sold, or the, the hero pack is sold as a fully playable deck. Nice. There's a couple of extra cards for all the other aspects that he's not using, mm. just to give you a little bit of deck customization. But fundamentally... If you only really like like one character in there, you can wait for that character's hero pack and then only buy that. And you're all you got to like. I know. Find somebody who has. The yeah, base.
1: I'm using my own cards.
0: Whereas, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like with all the other LCGs, like Legend of the Five Rings, it was always so hard to get people into it. Like, well, so oh, that's a cool game. How do I get? Well, you need to go buy three core sets, and then you need to buy all these different expansions so that you can have all the cards you need to make fully customizable deck. This is just, oh, do you like Captain America? Just go buy that and you can jump in and play.
5: That's really cool. Cool.
0: Yeah. They also hinted that there's gonna be like campaign expansions further down the road. Mm. So it's (laughs) possible the story bit may come into play there.
1: They're gonna go over the whole arc of the the universe. Of the MCU. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And
0: there's also the possibility like when we were when I was demoing it this at Nova we were throwing out possibilities all over the place. Like, what if they did like a Spider-Verse box where you can have like regular Spider-Man, oh. a Miles Morales Spider-Man, and like and Spider-Pig. Like, and,
3: noir <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, and like yeah. all
0: the different spider man So like, everybody's technically playing Spider-Man, but they're all playing different versions of Spider-Man. Mm. And you can do that thanks to Marvel. So And because this is based on the comic license, not on the
3: movie license, oh, there's okay. flexibility. In the comics, does everyone know Tony Stark's Iron Man? Uh, Depends on what period of time. Depends on what period. Okay, gotcha. I was gonna say, like, because does it even matter that he has an alter ego side to his card? Right. We already know you are Iron Man, dude. (laughs) Whatever.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, that was one of the. So, like I said, there are three. There are three scenarios in here. The Green Goblin scenario introduces an alter ego for the villain. So when he when he flips to Norman Norman Osborn, Osborn, you can't attack him and hurt him you have to wait for him to flip back to Green Goblin. Uh-huh. So they're already taking the base game and kind of adding new...
3: And add new elements to it. Elements to it, nice. yeah.
2: That's really cool.
0: And even though there's only three scenarios in here, there's all sorts of different combinations because the way that the villain deck assembles is you have the villain, and then there is a standard set of cards you throw in. If you want to play expert mode, you throw in like three other harder cards in, and then you pick a... Uh, side encounter basically mm. now the, the villain will recommend like for your first time or like this is the one that's themed with this villain throw this one in here but if you've already played that then like well maybe this time i want the masters of evil or maybe this time i want modok or maybe this time i want hydra and mm. so you can like change it up each time and you've got a new set of cards where you're technically still playing with rhino but you've got like different things you're having to fight as well cool yeah so there's a, that's not everything. There's a whole lot more other stuff in here, but that's a giant overview of what's different about this compared to the other ones. So like I said, not the not my most favorite card game, like I said, mm. uh, because of the story-wise, but the way it plays just makes it that I'm probably going to get this played a lot more than Arkham, depending on how long people in the Arkham Knight are going to want to keep playing Arkham. <laughs> But like the way this works is if the if the people the LCG players on the store on Sunday are like, "Hey, we're playing Marvel." Awesome. I can just bring my deck, start playing. It doesn't matter what they've been playing beforehand or afterwards. Nice. I can just sit down and start playing. Cool. There you go. That was Marvel Champions from Fantasy Flight Games, and it's available now. Go buy it. Yeah.
1: So, uh we have a little game called Ubongo Fun Size Edition. <laughs> And uh, we got this from Cosmos. It's based on the regular Ubongo game that came out a long time ago. I can't remember how many years ago it came out, but several, several years ago. But it's a puzzle game, speed puzzle game. You are competing against each other to finish your particular puzzle card first. There's a whole bunch of these puzzle cards in the game. And you are trying to get these Tetris-like shapes into the... All the white spaces on the card. The first person to do that will yell, Ubongo! And then everyone else has like 20 seconds to finish their card. I
0: feel like I would yell, Bingo.
1: Eh, it's close (laughs) enough. I know. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, everyone's putting the pieces on their card, trying to get get it first. And the first person that does yells, Ubongo, and then they get one of these little gem pieces. Hmm. It counts as a point at the end of the game. Also, finishing your card counts as a point, so everyone has 20 seconds to finish their card if they can, while the other person is actually counting down, and it says in the rules you need to do it loudly, so you're like, 20, 19, eight. you get that nerve-wracking counting going. Gotcha. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, Cindy was counting pretty loud when she was finishing first. <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of like... I was story. trying to be encouraged, like, 20, 19... Eighteen, and yeah, she's like yelling.
2: <laughs> he told me to count. Loud. Just need to
3: just need to find like a find like a Star Trek computer app and
1: just be like do a <laughs> countdown right
3: there. Alexa, start a countdown.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Oh, I should do that.
3: Can they do a voice? Can she do a a broadcasted countdown? I know if I she don't can know. do a timer.
1: Hmm, I don't. Haven't tried it. Oh. I'm sure it's coming soon. If it's not there, right? So at the end of Amazon, the game, I want
3: yeah. you know a royalty because that was my idea. <laughs>
2: Oh my God. So you're
1: going to be going through eight rounds of this and you are going to, at the end of the game, whoever has the most gems paired up with most cards, like, uh, not most most of each, but like, you know, you you add your gems to your cards and that's your points. Mm -hmm. Whoever has the most points wins. And there is actually different ways you can scale this a little bit.
2: Each card has two sides. Easy and hard. There's
1: A and a B side. The A side says it'll use three tiles. And the B side, I also use four tiles.
2: Yeah, so the B is slightly more difficult.
1: And there's multiple ways to solve each puzzle. That's oh, the I can neat imagine. thing. Yeah, there's One of the ways you can vary is there's a yellow piece that's only three squares straight. in size. And you can handicap someone by saying, you can't use that piece. But there's like 10 other ways you can solve the puzzle practically.
3: Who chooses the... Yeah, who says I can't use that? Yeah, like who's... It's so just who's
1: like if you determine someone's better at puzzle games and say, okay, uh, like... I volunteer to so say, for our next game, I won't use the yellow piece since I won pretty well that first round. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see that. So it's group dependent. Like, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, people can go, he got two, or like say you can't use it or just volunteer, you know, but uh, it's pretty quick and easy. Mm-hmm. what do you think?
2: I think it's good. It's how, It is very quick and easy. How
0: long was it to play?
1: We finished oh, two like, games of it as a two player game like, in 15 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. So you could very well play this while you're waiting for food at a restaurant. If we've you done wanted. that actually.
3: So um back to the scoring. If you finish first, mm-hmm. you get a gem. Yeah. And then if you finish in the twenty seconds, you also have a point because you finish your cart, correct? Yeah. Right. Okay. So the okay. person right. who Andrew, gets a
2: gem technically has two has points, two points. that yeah. round. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah, we've played this a few times and we did play it while we were waiting for food once. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool.
1: So I guess the top score you could get is 16 points oh, cool. if, if, you if get, you're first every time.
2: Yeah, because there's a total of eight rounds because there's
0: eight gems. I'm a fan of polyominoes, so I'd be willing to give this a try. Yeah.
1: yeah, and really quick.
2: The only thing that bothers me is the tiebreaker is most gems. But if you have the same number of gems for the you know person mm-hmm. that's winning, then it's just you both win.
1: Yeah. Well, that happens in games, like.
2: So we played a. That's why we played a second game the last time we played this because okay. we tied. It's like no, no, and then Colin, someone is winning. And this. then Colin <laughs> won because he's just better at puzzles than I am.
1: So yeah, that is Ubongo Fun Size Edition
2: from Cosmos. From Cosmos,
1: over five go- million games sold.
0: Also known as of the this uh, version, the uh, the, uh, the Cindy size.
2: Ubongo. <laughs> it is yeah. It is my
1: she size. is fun sized. Oh,
2: thanks. It is a it's a cool game. Yeah. Quick, simple,
1: fun. But not quick, simple, fun games. It's, it's Cosmos.
0: There's a company called Quick, Simple, Fun. I, he got it. I didn't know. I was just. All right. Do I get to talk about Batman I know now? Things. Yes. Yeah, talk I've, about Batman. I've already talked about Fine. Batman. All right. So Cindy, you can just like go to sleep. So uh, I just drink some water. I've gotten to play, and I'm going to hold it here so that I can actually. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I'm gonna. I can't. I couldn't get out all the components because it would fill up this table, and then some. But uh, uh who makes this game? This is from Monolith Games and oh. that is the Batman Gotham City Chronicles. Okay. Mm. So in this game you are it is a scenario driven miniatures game. So kind of like think Zombicide or that sort of thing except for in this one it is a one versus all setup at least in the version I played. Uh I mentioned in our previous uh, episode there is a versus mode. I know nothing about it. I did not I was not given that rule set. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a whole extra box that you get oh. as a part of the Kickstarter. Uh. So I have only got the core box here. Um, and so that's what Wait, I... Wait,
2: the core box is two boxes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow.
0: Well, because there's the heroes and there's the villains and it's designed packaging-wise so that you like, okay, here's all your stuff. Here's, here's all your our stuff. <laughs> well, it's actually like the hero box is like really heavy and then the, the villain, at least the way I've got it, boxed up That's
2: like
1: both boxes together is about the size of gloomhaven
0: yeah or the uh the uh scythe legendary box oh, oh yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah yeah so i
1: think it's a little bigger than that
0: probably <laughs> so in this game you play depending on the scenario it's you're playing as batman and one of his villains so if i'm playing i'm playing as batman duh <laughs> and each of the scenarios is you kind of have to tailor and pick a scenario based on player count because some of them will have like we Someone was like, "Oh, what what villain do you want to play?" And it's like, "Oh, I want to play Mister Freeze." Well, the Mister Freeze one only had two heroes, and we were playing three people, mm-hmm. three hero, or three on the hero side, so couldn't play that one.
2: So it was a four player game, but yeah. you only had
0: okay. Yeah. So the book, the and I've I've already talked about how terrible this rulebook is. Right. So we'll go ahead and get that out of front. The rulebook is terrible. You're not going to be able to learn it via the rulebook, even if I've had to reference stuff, and it's still a challenge getting it so you're going to need to like watch a video on how this is a you're going to have to watch a video on how to play this because you're not going to learn it through the rule
1: until they fix that well yeah.
0: I asked because I wanted to get that. some I wanted to get some clarification on that because, like, in there, they, they say they're gonna make some mo- some tweaks to the rule book. Mm-hmm. It sounds like that's gonna be more fixing grammatical error type stuff and less an overhaul of the rule book. Oh, my.
3: <laughs> I just, so, so So, whenever someone, like, they just wanna do grammatical stuff, I always remember that scene from SG1 where they're sitting around the table with the senator and he's like, God, is there. There's, there's stuff wrong in this report. And Colonel O'Neill's like, yeah, I believe the apostrophe is over here in gold. Thank you. <laughs> That's O'Neill with two uh, L Two
4: L's. <laughs> two L's. <laughs> oh my gosh.
3: So, so they're not going to make substantive changes to the rule book. Yeah. That By sucks. the
0: way, because you brought it up, yes. fun fact, you know when he says in there that there's an O'Neill with one L and he's not a fun guy? He's, he's not a very humorous guy? That's because in the movie O'Neill was spelled with one L, and he was That's, played by Kurt, was Russell, Kurt Russell, and uh, not very humorous. Super serious military. Yeah, so that was <laughs> that was the joke there. But in Batman MacGyver, the way the I'm not even going to try and explain this game, but I'm just going to give you a basic overview of the mechanics. Okay. So one person's playing the vil- all the villains, and then there's one hero per on per person, or like if you're playing one v one, you could play all the heroes basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, each hero gets one of these little bat tablets. <laughs> I saw and, that. That's kind of cool. And so, like, you get a character each, you know, and you, you lock it in. And the character has all the stats for all the different, because you got all your actions. You got I, I li- you got. I
3: like that. I was looking at the board. There, there's and, like,
0: melee. There's... there's range. There's, like, manipulating things. Or there's, like, hacking and then, like, defense and rerolls and movement. Yeah. And so the player card for each character has what all the types of dice that you're rolling for that are.
3: I like that. That's a- And
0: then also, like, how many, what's the maximum amount in a turn that you could put into that? So the way it works is I didn't get the cubes out. Down here at the bottom, you've got three different spots. You have, like, your active zone, your reserve zone, your injury zone. So, like, the most of your your red action cubes, this is, like, an action cube-dependent game, uh, are going to be here in your reserve zone. And then on a spe- uh, a certain amount are going to go to your active zone every turn. Okay. Depending on if you're resting or if you're acting. If you're resting, you get more cubes, but you can't do anything. And this is where, like we had talked in the past, like, oh, can the heroes die? And it's like, yes, but not really. Mm. Because when you get hurt, the cubes go in your injury zone and they don't come out of your injury zone until there's no more cubes to pull from the reserve zone. You pull it from the injury instead. And then even then they only go to the reserve, you know. So it's kind of like if you've ever played Terra Mystica where like you don't pull you don't pull uh cubes into or you don't pull things until the other ones are bowls are yeah. empty kind of thing ish mm-hmm. sort of like that. But um and then what you do is with when you're when your turn you get like one action and then you kind of go around to all the heroes are done and then the villain takes their turn. But your one action is you take the cubes and you put them into whatever action you're going to do. And each character has limits on how many cubes of a specific action can go in here. Like, so, you know, Batman's got for his punching, he's got a red dice, so he'll roll red dice. But he can only have max of three cubes in here during a turn. So hmm. how many cubes I put in here is how many dice I'm going to roll. Hmm. So in this case, if I want to punch somebody and I'm fairly certain I can probably take him out like he's a minion, I could just put one cube in here. I roll one die. Gotcha. But if it's like a villain like Bane or somebody and like I really need to hit him, I can throw three cubes in here and now I'm rolling three die against him.
2: Mm. That's nice.
0: So that's one of the things I do like about this is I can kind of time, depending on how I've spent my action points, I can time um, when I need to make my big hits and when I can just kind of like get away with small stuff. And you've got equipment cards that like add bonuses and this game's super complicated. There's a lot of bits <laughs> and don't like, yeah. And uh, Rusty Beetle mentions in the chat room it's uh, enough iconography to fill an Illuminati manual. He's not <laughs> wrong. In fact, I mentioned before that I had to have print out player specific cheat sheets that list what all the abilities are mm. per character because it was hard to try and like, what does this one do again? What was that one do again? Ah, crap. I forgot his bonus he gets here. <laughs> So what the villain does on their turn is they, I didn't get that board out, but they've got a basically a a big river kind of like if you've seen like rivers in other games where they've got like a series of tiles for each set of minions. Oh, yeah. And uh, think, okay, let's think suburbia and the tiles up top. How you can buy anywhere along the... along the, You the, just
2: pay more. You pay more
0: launch. to get something at the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same concept here, where it costs more action cubes to get the card at the very end. So, like, if you want to keep triggering the same baddie, you're going to burn through all your cards or all your action points. But you can trigger the lower guys, and they'll move to the back, and it'll shift everybody down. And everybody else gets it less expensive. Mm-hmm. And when you activate them, then you can move and do stuff with all the figures that are in that vil- minion group, basically. So like all the thugs that have chains or all the thugs that have a handgun. And oh. each model each model goes with a specific group and the scenario tells you what groups to bring out okay. and that sort of thing. So, so that's the basic gist of the game. And, the, and the, the scenario book will tell you what the winning conditions are for each hmm. round. So what's so, the
1: fun value?
0: So the fun value is once you get past the barrier to entry to learn, you feel like you're playing as Batman. Nice. Like, just like I mentioned there. And it's like everything that I love, you know, dice rolling and, you know, it's Batman and it's minis. And there's a whole bunch of scenarios, even in just the core boxes. And if you back the Kickstarter, you got way more than that. (laughs) Well, if you, if you did the, the huge 320 buck thing, right. But you could get a lot out of just these two, the core boxes which hopefully for $150, you would hope so. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, I made, I've made thoughts in the other in, in some of the other episodes when I was just casually talking about this. A, there's a bunch of really good resources on the BGD threads for these. So looking through those and getting having some of those are great. There's a solo deck in there that was really good to just play a solo game where I'm just like, yeah, I'm beating this guy up. And then the card flips over and, okay, this is what the villain deck's going to do this mm. time. Um, I also mentioned you could use that villain deck to make this a co-op game, to where everybody's yeah. playing the heroes, and then you're just playing against the the game's basically playing itself on the villain. That might be a little bit more fun versus the one versus all,
5: mm, because okay. the
0: one the one time I did play with a human villain, they're like, "Well, I want to just kill you. Like, I w- I don't want to try and work on my objective. I want to be trying to kill you."
1: Yeah, which so, <laughs> I kind of. I kind of do and don't want to ask if it if it's officially in the rules about the 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 AI versus the group.
0: Right. It's not officially in the rules.
1: But That's what we're saying. But like, it could be. But it could
0: be. But that's it what we're saying. Be. Like it's a solo. We don't know yet. They're rewriting the rule
3: Yeah, yeah. It's a so, it, uh,
0: it's a solo deck option that somebody made. That's in. Uh, that's right. It was it was it's on yeah. BGG. It's not officially sanctioned. Right. So this is more of if you have the game, but maybe you're having a hard time getting it to the table, like I did because you got it it's a very specific group that's going to want to play this mm-hmm. um you could play the solo and i had plenty of once i learned how to play the game plenty of fun just playing it solo and i think i like i think if philip and i were to play this game we would do the same thing and just play the heroes and have somebody playing the villains or have the deck flipping playing, the deck, flipping right. the deck yeah, for yeah. the villains that's what i think would uh what i would do for for that If it was just, say, Philip and I, I don't think I would play Philip controlling. I mean, unless he wanted, like, really wanted to play a villain. I don't know. What villains you got in the box there? There's a crap ton. There's Bane. There's Man Bat,
5: I think.
3: Oh.
0: Uh, Poison Ivy. There's multiple Jokers. There's
1: multiple Harley Quinns. Can I be the Joel Schumacher Bane?
0: No. (laughs) But there are, like, multiple versions of Batman. Mm. Oh, that's cool. And there's Is even like...
1: The nipple Batman?
0: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't looked. There's a whole website full of... Uh, f- we'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well,
1: it's from the la- the George Clooney Batman yeah. movie. And the... Same one I talked Val about, Kilmer. Bane. Let's just
2: talk about it later.
0: Anyways, um, there's even other types of extra figures. You can get Batman Beyond or Batman. I was going to say the... if Batman Beyond's in there. You can get not in here, oh. but you can get it. You can buy it. There's a store that's eventually going to go live at some point. Mm. Who knows when, mm. um, that they talk about in the season two Kickstarter oh. where you can buy a bunch of the add-ons. I don't think you can get the season one exclusives because they were promised as exclusives. Um, uh, but all the season two stuff was just promised to be at a cheaper price than when it went up on the web store. And the season two stuff added a whole bunch of new... St- I don't even know. Like I said, that that's, that wasn't what was provided, so I don't know what was included in that.
1: Apparently, there's a dinosaur you can fight?
0: Yeah, that's like a whole... Well, yeah, because there's there's an expansion for that. There's an expansion just to add the Batmobile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's nice. cool. Get Littlefoot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff that you can do with that. Unfortunately, the downside a lot, along with the rule book in the price... Are your two big factors? Mm. I don't know how you're going to get this game if you don't already have it.
1: It's it was so it was
0: a kick originally a Kickstarter exclusive,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and people started getting it around May. Then they did around then they did a season two, which I guess will fulfill somewhere in like May timeframe as well. So don't cancel your pledge necessarily if you've already kept that. Mm. I asked because I was like, okay, what's the? I sent an email to to the person at Monolith like. What's the availability going to be like? And the answer was, we don't know.
5: Oh. Mm. So
0: apparently, there's been a change in the monolith CEO, and they don't know what the new CEO is going to say.
1: Ah. Wow. Because with, goes... with Conan, it made sense that it was going to be Kickstarter exclusive because of the the nature of what was in there. Right. It was like mature content. Oh.
0: Right. And also, I've been seeing them demo this, like they demoed this at Gen Con, and I'm like, if you're demoing it...
2: You should have it available at some point. Well,
0: yeah, like, why would you... That's after the season two's already closed. Right, exactly.
1: They're just for fun. They're there for fun. And, like, (laughs) they
0: sent this to me after season two had closed. Mm -hmm. So that's
2: really strange.
0: I guess they're hopeful that there's going to be open at some point.
2: Yeah, that's really strange.
0: Yeah, and plus they've got this new... So the system that's behind this, they called it the Overlord. Uh, Rusty Beetle mentioned it in the chat room. It's the same system that Conan uses. Mm. They're doing something, and I haven't fully... I don't know if it's been fully explained, but they're going to basically uh, kickstart a version or produce a set where they do the Overlord system as a rule set and then just come out with different mini sets or using your own mini sets to where you can have this theme and other, or this game with other themes put on it.
3: So we're mm. we're genesising yeah. the game. Okay, <laughs> that's what they
0: say, and I have it on good authority that that version of the rulebook might be better. Mm. I can't say why, but <laughs> huh. <laughs>
3: A good authority.
0: I have it on good authority. <laughs> but I also asked, is there going to be fixes to this rule book? And he's like, there are no plans other than the minor, minor grammatical error type stuff.
1: <laughs> just use the other one. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so fundamentally, A, it's a really good game, but it's going to be hard for me to get played unless it's one of those game days that it's just Philip and I playing. But how many times do we have that? And the list of games we have to play on those game days is pretty long at it, this it's point. It's kind of a mountain. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is, if you've got a core group that really loves Batman and you play a lot, you're going to love this game.
5: Mm.
0: Like there's a group, I know th- I've seen streams where it's like a bunch of the same people just like every week rotating in a different scenario. If you've got something like that, great. This is perfect for you. Look online. You could probably, I've seen it in some of the, oh, I've yeah. seen it in some of the virtual flea markets. Yeah. Cause a lot of people like you may, there's some people where you're pretty much paying A little bit over Kickstarter. Like, I've seen it for like basically 150, 200 for the core box, and then like maybe 300, 400 for the everything. Yeah. It's not so bad considering that was about what the Kickstarter cost. So you might get some good deals that way. Um, Mm -hmm. Just people that bought it and then found out about the rule book and so decided they didn't want to to struggle through it.
1: They don't want to go through like, Letting printing out player aids and researching watching three hour tutorial like playthroughs. Yeah,
0: so that this game has a niche. And I'm hoping that I've defined kind of what that niche is. Like I fit in that niche pretty dang well. Like I am that is my zone. But that's the other problem is finding other people that are in that zone to play. (laughs) And if you got enough of them, you're gonna enjoy this game. And even if it's just you, you still might enjoy this game. But that's a lot of money to spend for a game you're just playing with yourself. Mm. So pluses and minuses there. I hope that I hope that made sense at all. I
2: think it did.
1: I think we'll shake a little bit out of that. You know what does make sense? What's that?
0: Our Patreon at patreon.com slash boards and swords. In fact, it makes dollars and cents.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: I did that a little too soon.
0: Yeah, I know. We've, I think this month is, we've got, we, we've, we we figured out the bonus episodes or we've gotten to that level. So we I just think have this, to record it. yeah, I think this <gasps> month is probably just going to be based on availability. It's probably just going to be an outtakes episode, mm. but I also had a really good idea for next year. Mm. So next year, I mean, I know this. Next year represents 10 years of the originally OCD, now Boards and Swords site going live. Nice. It went live on July 21st, 2010.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: So that means, so what I decided is every month for the Patreon special episode, I want to do a look back at a different year of the podcast, of what I was podcasting at that time and do a, me suffering through listening to it again and talking about it as a prequel up to it. Maybe in December we should do the but pilot I for that. I quote that. You know, I'm going to save the pilot of the OCD, the first OCD show, the first thing I recorded by myself. That'll be in July when we hit the ten year. Hmm. But oh, like me. the first episode of like the the, R- the, the relative, relative dimensions. dimensions. Yep. Back when relative dimensions used to be a video g- about movies that I recorded with other people. Yep. There's that. There's the um, I. I don't think she'll do it, but I want to get Chloe down here for the episodes she was on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, other <laughs> random episodes, the first time you guys were on Boards and Swords. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I want to get all those was like, different
2: 16 or 17.
0: 16, I think. I think it was Well, I, think it was I, late, I was, I think it was on late first. 16. Late 16 was when I think of these two were on for the Pandemic, Pandemic Legacy. Legacy.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think early. I was like January 2017.
0: I, I think it's when we had everybody on. Yeah, we were officially. in that closet
1: there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. Well, no, no, the, no, the, I, yeah, was yeah. I was upstairs. talking about the Pandemic The studio
1: Legacy, has thing. moved a lot. Yeah.
0: But yeah, like the first Dirtbags episode. First Dirtbags episode. Uh, that'll be funny because that'll be <laughs> like a soundtrack over us actually playing the game. Yes. <laughs> So that's the kind of things I'm thinking about for next year, a uh, cool look back kind of what are some of the funny and cringy moments for the oh past Lord. 10 years. We can look at they some of those. Of uh, <gasps> them.
3: We can look at some Least. of those, uh We can look Sorry. at some of those video game playthroughs we were doing uh-huh. in the, the relative dimensions after dark.
5: After dark.
2: <laughs> I remember when I first joined, we used to do like, what Kickstarters are you excited about? Yep. <laughs> I know, that was where I found out about that one, what was that game? Something Fruit Ninja, I think, is what it was. That's it became, an app. It became that's a board game, app. though. Okay.
0: Well, oh. uh, yeah, I think she's right. It did become a board game. Yeah, and, like because there or was something. that and like Jetpack Joyride and. Yeah, that oh.
2: one we've I've played that one.
0: So that's stuff that you can look forward to upcoming on the Patreon. Cool. So mm-hmm. Patreon.com/slash Boards and Swords, and with that, I get to continue talking. That's right. Chris has <laughs> the game, so <laughs> I have the game, which means this is probably going to suck.
1: Probably. Because,
0: well, I mean, I have a track record of my games not really doing well. And so I, I titled you- this I titled this as uh, Board Game Recommendations, Wrong Answers Only. Ah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so basically, there's been a trend, if you've been looking around on the internet, where there was only. like wrong answers only, where they'll post a picture, and like, what is this? Wrong answers only. My mm. favorite one was the picture of the Death Star, and somebody commented a moon. <laughs> you know, that's nah. what I was talking about. You were talking about the click the Jedi Master and it shows Anakin. Yeah, it's, it's just oh, Anakin. Yeah. Like same kind of thing. <laughs> so I tried to do this as a video and it just because didn't Because he work. never
2: really became a Jedi Master. He got
0: it given, like.
2: She got it. Well, he was like I mean, granted He,
3: no, the title. That?
5: he was but granted he a seat. Really but we allow given. you to sit on this yeah.
3: council, but we do not grant you the rank of Master. Yeah. yeah.
5: What? That is unfair. Oh, sit down, Skywalker. Skywalker.
3: Mm-hmm. Anyways,
0: so what I've done is I went every day. There's a board game recommendations thread on Reddit, on the board games Reddit. I went and I picked from today, the day we're recording this, I picked, these are actual legitimate requests for recommendations. <laughs> I want you to give me the wrong answer to this Mm. and why and based on who gives me the bet who makes me laugh basically between the game you've picked and the reason you pick it we'll get the point
2: okay Ah, i don't think i'm gonna do well well it just it just
0: if it's creative or just random or whatever we'll see so i do all right okay uh first one we have up here uh looking for a beginner intermediate game that can be enjoyed with a minimum of three to four players Shouldn't be much harder to explain or learn than Seven Wonders. Uh, I would like something that can be played with both slightly more experienced players and casual players that can also have a certain depth, preferably. Okay. I'll give you a second to think, and then somebody let me know when they have an answer. I've got something. All right, Colin. It's what not is terribly
1: your, deep. What is your recommendation? It's totally accessible. It's called Poke the Hornet's Nest.
2: <laughs> Wait, are we making up games? Or are we I'm making up? this one up
1: anyway. He's making that one Honestly,
0: up. I don't care. Either way okay. works.
1: So, yeah, poke the hornet's nest. It, all that comes with it is a hornet's nest and a uh, bag of, like, hornets just add water, and they start buzzing around. <laughs> is that so, a
0: minimum three to four players, though?
1: It is minimum three to four, yeah. you need to Does one ha- person have to hold up? You need up. to have the hornet's nest fully surrounded with people. That's, okay. that's what the deal is. And the objective is to not poke the hornet's nest, but someone's going to have to do it eventually because... You just got to find out what is inside there. And it could be a diamond ring. It could be nothing. It could be poison. And it could be uh, Philip.
2: (laughs) What about the angry hornet?
0: None of the things that are actually inside a hornet's nest. (laughs) Yes.
1: So someone is going to have to reach in and grab it. And if it's a diamond ring, then you win automatically. But if it's anything else, then you lose. And you get stung by hornets.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. And then you're out.
4: Okay.
3: (laughs) All right. Uh, Philip, Cindy. Well, I mean, if it's Philip, I'm gonna need some food. <laughs> I'm gonna need some mac and cheese after I'm done with this game. <laughs> oh my gosh, <gasps> Munchkin, Munchkin.
2: <laughs> Rusty Beetle actually said campaign for North America, Munchkin edition. North Africa, North Africa. North North Africa. Africa. Yeah, Munchkin
3: North edition. North America might work in that, <laughs> that <one> too. <laughs> <laughs> too. Yeah, campaign for North America, Munchkin yes. edition. Uh, Munchkin, uh, because it's uh, yeah, it's it's not much fun if you're playing it less than three players, and it's. Uh, it's a very casual game. Uh, you can get a, bun- a bunch of drunks at a party to pick up the rules very quickly and have a whole lot of fun with it. And there's really not too much thinking other than, I don't want you to win.
1: <laughs> okay. I, I think the rules as written is minimum three players.
4: Yeah.
2: That's not a wrong answer, though. It depends. Well, uh, I mean, if you don't like Munchkin, yeah, it's a wrong answer. Right? So, yeah, that's, that's what he's saying. That's he doesn't like saying. Munchkin. Oh. Okay, Uh, fine. Twilight
3: Imperium. (laughs) (laughs) Star Trek Ascendancy. Yeah, there you go. That is a minimum three-player (laughs) game. That is a minimum three-player game, but it is not your casual pickup. (laughs) All right, Cindy.
2: I got nothing. I don't think this way. Oh, there you
3: go. We're going to play the game and nothing.
2: I don't think this way, Chris. Oh. Well,
3: like well, I said, you could pick actual games. I know. Yeah, pick actual games. I want to say I want
1: to say the main thing and R- mine wrong was wrong answer means you could say pretty much anything. Yeah.
3: yeah. I was going to say mine was like a correct answer, but beginner to intermediate game, okay? Munchkin is a beginner to intermediate game, so I'm pretty sure I'm not getting a point, So, okay? if you say like If Caverna. you say
2: that's what was in my head, but that's not minimum 3 players.
3: Okay, that's why it's a wrong answer. Wrong answers only. <laughs> I
2: don't like this.
3: Okay. You could put out like Terraforming Mars. That's
0: the funny part. It's wrong answers only, so there's literally no right answer. <laughs>
2: but my mind only goes to the right answers.
0: Okay, so pick the opposite of the game you just said.
1: You said you. I went... said
2: Caverna. Like pick the, g- pick yeah, the game. That's, that-
1: that's a wrong answer because you can play that solo.
2: And it's very heavy.
1: Yeah, say it. Caverna. <laughs> Congratulations. Yay. I think Colin's going to get the point. Colin say. should get the point.
2: <laughs> Don't poke the hornet's nest. <laughs> All
0: right, next one. Hey, chaps and chapettes. Does anyone know if there's a tabletop war game with miniatures for anything like Titanfall? Titanfall Titanfall's like a mech game. Mm. I like the futuristic feel, but rough around the edges, other than Warhammer. He he specifically mentioned not Warhammer. Mm. But he's looking for a tabletop war game with miniatures. Candyland! (laughs) Candyland!
2: Yeah! (laughs) It is (laughs) Candyland. Because... You no, got, just you don't, got your don't, little...
0: don't talk. Don't talk. Don't just talk. take that, your yeah. point. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, now I'm saying like
0: the fact that you said Candyland was funny enough.
3: Thanks. Right. I was going to say Happy Salmon. <laughs> <I was> like,
0: <laughs> Colin, you can say an answer, but I think Cindy's already gotten the point.
1: Uh, Blood Bowl. <laughs> okay. Because it is Warhammer, pretty yeah. much, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's football Warhammer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right fantasy tiddly winks <laughs> that's good too
0: all right next one i'm looking for a board game for my brother-in-law or as his uh bill as it says i'm looking for my bill
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah bil yeah
0: he likes playing dominion and i'm pretty sure he has settler's Catan as well i'm looking for a newer strategy game that can be played with two players so mm. philip
3: you want to start twilight Imperium four <laughs>
0: All right. A,
2: what's a strategy game that could be played with
0: two players? Colin, you got some?
1: I'm going to go with Wits and Wagers. Okay. <laughs> you can't even play that
3: with two. Cash and guns.
2: Right. Wrong <laughs> answer, um, stuff. Freeze. See. Put it down on the ground.
1: Down on the ground now. Down. I kind of expected you, you to jump in and say, start yelling at me too.
2: Happy Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's the only thing that came to mind. I mean, there is some strategy. Come on, guys. Just kidding. Not really.
0: Okay, I'm all. gonna give it to Philip that time.
2: I like that one.
0: Yeah. All right. For the future, I think this might be a good game for you to run <gasps> mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the three of us, because mm-hmm. I was thinking of some stuff too. Mm-hmm. Two more. Two more. All right. I'd like to give my husband a two player game for Christmas. He's had a stressful year, deserves more fun. We've really loved Pandemic, Sherlock Holmes, Consulting Detective, Codenames, Sagrada, Exit, The Game, uh, Liked, Agricola, Patchwork, Fungi, Hated, Hive. Complication They have a newborn.
3: Mm. Which means unplanned interruptions. Yep. Oh, oh. Um. The actual best two-person game that these people can play is the game Perfection.
0: <laughs> is that oh the gosh. Is that the one where the thing pops? Yep. Yeah. It's on a timer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He
3: said he had a stressful year, so you know that works. <laughs> it's on a timer and it randomly explodes at you. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Colin,
1: stop crying, baby. I mean, I could just go back to, you know, don't pork the hornet's nest for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You said it was a minimum three to four player.
1: Yeah, uh, but wrong Wrong answers, answers. right? (laughs) 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 No, uh, what I'm actually thinking is they're going to do Gloomhaven. Oh, okay. Because of all the interruptions, they can, uh, you know, always save the game, pack it away, and get it back out every time they get the baby to go back to sleep. Exactly. Yeah. And by so, the time the it, kid's
3: 18, they'll be done. Yeah. Ooh, exactly. Oh,
2: I should have said time stories.
3: Mm. Time stories. That one lends itself perfectly to being interrupted all the time.
2: <laughs> Lego minefield. It's training for when your child grows up.
3: Oh, Oh, I get it now. You yes. just throw a
2: bunch of Legos on the ground and you have to see who can get across the room first without crying. With the lights off. Oh, yeah. that's even better. <laughs>
3: With the lights off blindfolded. They already
0: mentioned it on here, but I was going to say, I, when I was thinking of this, I was just like, "Some." I was thinking like, go super stressful so that it makes you realize that your life isn't really that bad. Mm.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> I know like, some stressful games, but like none that you've played. Yeah. Like... Ones that were on a time. I was thinking of was I was I was thinking.
0: Thinking. Agricola because then you also have to worry about feeding your people. But yeah. they, actually, they actually mentioned light Agricola. They did say like Agricola. Okay, yeah. I'm actually going to give the Lego Minefield. <laughs> Thanks. All right, last one. Need some suggestions for a party game somewhere between Catan and Werewolf.
2: Catan's a party game?
0: A party <laughs> game, I think they mean complexity. Oh. Between Catan and Werewolf. Any new g- fun games for the non board game? Hey, bring a fun party game crowd.
1: Mm.
2: Pie face.
1: Well, that's easy. We could do Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Any I feel number like Pi Face, can... <laughs> yeah, Face is a
3: correct
0: answer. Yeah, Pi Face is a correct answer. It's a can
1: terrible jump into... game. Why exactly. Would
2: you...
3: uh, Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid.
2: So a game that anybody can just jump into mm-hmm. and learn easily.
3: Mm-hmm. So think of the opposite yeah, of that. Yeah, I
2: am. I am trying.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm going to jump in, uh, take Zach's answer. I'm going to switch over to this war of mine.
2: <laughs>
3: Scythe. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: See. Twilight Imperium 4.
1: That's the answer to everything. That is the answer to everything. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong.
3: The correct answer was Batman Gotham City Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
3: Star Trek Ascendancy. Uh, I ever- mean,
2: Twilight Imperium Four is a party game because you have to have a party so that people the, the will game stay. L- have they'll the stay game long, game long enough. The <laughs> yeah, they'll stay long enough to finish the game if you call it a party, right? Yeah. You
3: gotta have fifteen people. There you go.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, I got another point. You're giving me pity wow. points. Yeah, it's pity points, guys.
3: Oh man.
0: Uh, I was trying to find the the notes I wrote where I did this as a video to show. Oh, there was one that was like, what do I do? I want to play a board game with someone I just started dating. Mm. Like, what do I play? And I said, like, Twilight Imperium 4. <laughs> because then you'll know if she's what kind of issues with commitment she has.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: I say, cutthroat caverns.
2: <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah,
0: there was also uh, Command and Color's Ancients was thrown in the chat room. Ooh.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was for the two-player strategy mm. game with the family or the people no, that baby I'm I pretty ca- sure I kind of want to say it
1: was dealing with the minis thing the Warhammer because oh. it's blocks it's there it's blocks with stickers
2: oh maybe the thing was just very delayed
0: then maybe probably anyways that's gonna wrap up this week
3: unless somebody had something else well um, I, died. I died nope i here I'm all good. right
0: remember if you want to watch the show live we record every other Wednesday uh, you can go to boardsandswords.com slash live it's got the schedule and the links to all of our live streaming channels especially with uh, uh, I think the sound may have cut out but anyways it's still in the podcast <laughs> uh, it's got the links to all our channels especially with the holidays and schedules being wonky boardsandswords.com slash live is going to have everything
3: Yep. For... if you guys like this show uh, you got to check out you got to check it out it's uh, the Dirt Bags of holding that's our live play podcast show where we take all these amazing RPGs that these companies and writers they put their hearts and their souls into and we just burn them (laughs) to the ground
2: (laughs) if you like this show you can email us comments and questions at feedback at boardsandswords.com or you can follow us on Instagram at boardsandswordspod or on Facebook at facebook.com slash boardsandswordspod and you should also follow our individual accounts I'm Cindy Pastorius on Twitter and Instagram
1: I am coldcakes196 on Twitter and Instagram I am Phil the Dirtbag on Twitter
0: and I'm Krista Prof on both those places.
1: And we are a part of the Dice Tower Network, a network full of board gaming podcasts that you can check out and the network is supported a lot by Cool Stuff Inc. You can go to coolstuffinc.com, check out all the great gaming deals they have and get board games for really low 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 prices and sometimes even lower than that at coolstuffinc.com.
0: And lastly, thank you for listening. Once again, check out patreon.com/boardsandswords to help support the show. And we'll be back in 2 to 3ish weeks. We'll be back when we're back. We'll be back. The show will be back in 2 weeks from when you're listening to this, but as far as live goes, blah 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 blah. <laughs> in the meantime, remember that every gamer has a story, and apparently the wrong answer is always Twilight Imperium 4. Exactly.
1: <laughs> It is never right.